We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's not just that they won, it's the style in which they won. Tell me watching this, you know, that maybe the, the supporting cast has changed. Jordan Poole looks like a superstar in the making. But did the vibes not feel like some 2015, 2016 Golden State Warriors? I just, this was peak, right? Absolutely. I'm so glad you started out with this. It's what it felt like. Um the crowd was was seemed amazing. I know we had um, uh, Lightyear Super Super Intern Neil come on our our uh, playback show. Best that we in the did business. During the game. Yeah, nobody better. And he was actually at the game, and he was saying how the crowd was fantastic, and they were they were engaged throughout the entire game. And I think uh, that's kind of what made those Warriors teams so cool is that those teams feed off the crowd. And tonight you can see in the in the eight, late second quarter and, and really in that third quarter, um, once they got going, the crowd got going. And after that, it was like Denver had no chance, right? And absolutely. They would have had no chance anyway. They're not a great team, but it just really did feel Steph, peak Steph, peak Draymond, especially peak Draymond and, and Clay Thompson. Just, I mean, this is special. So it feels like this could be a special postseason. It does. I mean, it had been a the the year started amazing, tumultuousness with injuries. Enter the playoffs. We don't really know what to expect. I'm not saying positive or negative. Just the injuries. You know, it is what it is. And they look like kind of the apex version of everything we have all gotten to love about the Steph Curry led Warriors. And you know. There's been talk about the new death lineup and they absolutely like this game turned when they went to the Steph pool, clay Wiggins, Draymond lineup. They actually started awful. There's no way around it. That was a disgusting start to the game. They're down 12 points. The minute they went to that lineup, turned the game around and there was no looking back. I mean, I don't know. Are we calling it the fast five? Are we calling it PTSD, Pool, Thompson, Steph, Draymond? Are we calling it the Fitz Five? 
That's that's what the kids are calling it, Kalena. That's what I hear. <laughs> the Fitz Five is the best one. I mean, <laughs> it makes it makes zero sense, but it's absolutely hilarious to me. Um, I'm I'm willing to hear. You know, we're gonna take callers rest of the day or later tonight. I'm willing to hear your guys' thoughts on the name for the show, but or for the lineup. But uh, it is. Um, it does not matter. You know, Jordan Poole, new, looks amazing. We're going to talk about him. It just feels like the Warriors, man. Yeah, this is this is everything that the Warriors have, I think, built. They're, they're not changing their identity. I think they're making their – they're enhancing it, right? They're making their their identity even stronger uh, by essentially it's, – it's really it's Jordan Poole because tonight we saw Steph, amazing. I mean, plus 30, 34 points on 17 shots, only played like 24 minutes. So like, this is the Steph that we're used to. Clay Thompson – uh, solid defense, a little slow, but he had a couple of big threes in that run. So it's like, there's your clay. Um, and then Draymond, right? Completely locks up Nikola Jokic. Uh, we know the big three. We know that they're, they're going to be ready to rock. But Jordan Poole, Sam, I think that is the one where, you know, this team won a title and, and they almost won another one with those three guys. Um, they added Kevin Durant and they won two more. I mean, it's, you know, that, that team was stacked. And now they add this kid. His dimension where he's not KD. Nobody's KD. Uh, he's not Steph, because no one's Steph, but I think he's about as close as you can get to that type of impact and value to this team because he's another scorer that just completely makes this team unguardable. Completely unguardable. And, th- and the that's most, all. The most points, by the way, 44 points, the most that the Warriors have ever scored in the third quarter in the postseason under Steve Kerr. That is, that is a great stat. Shout out stat statistician Andy Liu. Um, what I was going to say is, yeah, Jordan Poole, I mean, that was kind of my big question all season. Where are they going to get secondary playmaking and shot creation? Who's going to be that guy who gets a bucket when they throw two bodies at Steph? Not only is Jordan Poole answering that question, and I've, and I've, I've liked him. I mean, he's exceeding my expectations. 29 points and eight assists tonight, 10 for 16 from the field off of a 30-point game. And just like contextually, the game was over in, you know, end of the third, both the games. So it's like doing this in kind of three and a half quarters instead of four quarters, like just amazing. Like I think he was honestly more spectacular tonight than he was in game one, and he was plenty spectacular in game one. Some of the shots he hit, the sidestep one getting fouled, um, some of the plays he made going to the rim, the behind the back pass. I mean, he just, you, he's, he's meant to play for this team. That's all I'm going to say. He's got that, like, he's got that flair that Steph and Clay have where they're like, oh, yep. we're rolling. Yep. It's, it's time. It's yep. time. Yeah. That, that's when the Warriors, you rarely see this team. If they're going to go on a run like this, the game's never close. I think it's a large difference compared to other teams. I mean, we saw what Kyrie did against Boston. And you see him kind of go off, and, and that game is still going to be close. And, I mean, they lost the game, right? I think with the Warriors, when they go on these type of runs, especially with Draymond anchoring the defense, they're up 20. Like, Denver had no chance. Remember through that third, me and you were sitting there, and the, this were just like, yeah, this thing's over. Because they're doing what they used to do, except even better. Uh, and then, you know, shout out to Andrew Wiggins, who's who's the fifth part of that that rotation five, right? And he really didn't make any mistakes. He's very good defensively. And he made a shot. He made the open shots when he got. And like, that's right. Like that's the Harry B role. Nobody's asking Wiggins to do more than that. And he's, he's doing that very well. So that's, it's, you know, it's just as good of a five as you could throw out there. Right now. 
Yeah, and it's like um, it's the speed at which they play with and the togetherness. You mentioned Kyrie. He was phenomenal yesterday. But when he's going, it's very much like an individual show, slow down, I'm going. When the Warriors are going, when Steph is going, when Jordan Poole's going, when Clay's going, it's like the ball is moving and it's all about like they feed off of each other. It's it's a completely different – it's a different energy. The team gets better because of it. Um, Dude, we've gone too far without mentioning number 30. You know, like (laughs) this is this is how you know the vibes are good. When we can go this far without mentioning Steph Curry putting up 34 points in 23 minutes off the bench, Stan Van Gundy made no more than 55 (laughs) separate six-man-of-the-year jokes. I mean, look, the the first – it was there, but it was – it was peak dad comedy, like no other way around it. Right? Uh, like, uh, uh, the, the fact that he did repeatedly is just like hammering the joke. I mean, you and I would just say, look, I, I, I missed, I, we missed Fitz tonight. Um, sometimes it's, it, Fitz is like, it's not that he's great, but he's our guy, right? Like he's, <laughs> his shitty jokes are our shitty jokes. He's family. So, uh, no, it, it was, uh, it was funny, but yes, yeah, Steph, Steph, the thing with Steph, uh, why we started with Jordan Poole is like, Jordan Poole, we've never seen this before. It's so cool. Steph, it's like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is what we're used to seeing Steph do to like Portland in round one, right? <laughs> he did it for so long. He does it against Houston. And now, I mean, the biggest concern I had, and you and I were discussing this is like, shit, is the foot okay? Cause game one, he looked rusty, looked a little slow, I thought. Game two, starting this game, I was like, okay, like a little bit better, a little bit better. And then all of a sudden, he, he looked completely fine by the end of the game. So did you think that his health, I mean, obviously he was amazing and, and he's still the best player on this team, but you think his health is as close to 100% or you think it's just, you know, maybe adrenaline got him going or something like that? Probably somewhere in between. He looked, he looked like peak staff to me. Now, mm. how much of it was adrenaline? I don't know. He, but he looked amazing. He didn't look slow. He looked like he'd get the shots he wanted. He, he had the team moving in transition. He was running fine. Um, you get the impression based off the way they talk about it. It's mostly like, all right, how sore is he going to be tomorrow? They're worried about like the cumulative effect. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm, like they're yeah. worried about the fact that like, they don't want the scenario where like five games down the line, he just can't move because it's gotten a little worse every game, you know? So, so like you can't really watch for that in an individual game. Right. Like that's one of those things where it's like you kind of have to trust the science and hope that like these limited bursts um, allow his foot to heal properly. Ah, I mean, that that's such a great point. I mean, that's that's the fear. That's what happened in 2016, where he would have games where he he was spectacular. But the longer it went, right, like that OKC series took seven games and and you could see by the end of that Cleveland series, like Steph just wasn't that guy physically at all. And just two months of rolling posties. <laughs> you don't want to say that about Steph, right? So I think they, they've kind of and, – and again, that was six years ago. So Steph is six years older now. And um, you and I, you know, we're not happy with Steph coming off the bench. And we want to see more Steph. And he only played 23 minutes tonight. Um, not that he needed to play more. But it's like I, I think maybe they are they're, – they're, Denver's a perfect situation, I think, for Steph right now. Yeah. Um, because if this was a close game, you could probably see Steph push it at the 30. Because you remember, you remember that, that, that I keep bringing 2016. He came back against, against Portland the first game. He plays like 40 minutes. They go into OT. Remember that? 
And, yeah. and that's kind of like they just have no choice. And, and right now with the Warriors, with this team, it's like, yeah, they, they could play Steph 24 minutes and win. Like, that's all they need. That's a luxury right now because of how good that they're playing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, and it's and it's a luxury in multiple ways. Like, it, because you're correct. Like, Denver, I mean, Jokic is probably going to get some jokes for this, but, like, this series should be kind of – Dude, that is a disgustingly bad roster. That is a bad <laughs> roster. That's like that's my biggest takeaway from it. Like they can't guard the perimeter. They can't guard the they, dude. It's you know the world in which the Warriors have to play the Timberwolves in round one. And I'm not even saying Minnesota is an amazing team, but they're super athletic, and they would make Steph work. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that would have been the opposite of a soft landing spot so like there is some there is some thanks to be given for that because denver's this isn't a playoff caliber defense i don't know how else to put it you know like monty morris austin austin rivers is their best perimeter defender that's all you need to know he's fine but he's not you know you're not going against uh uh you know like what what you face when you get deeper into the playoffs yeah Yep. Um, it's as easy as it gets. I think they're a regular season team. Um, that's how they won 48. Jokic is amazing. I actually felt pretty bad for him. Just, I mean, he's, he's just getting run. He's just getting run over right now. And he, he's got nobody out there that, that can really help. This, is, this, looks, is, what a man with no, this is yeah. what a man with no help actually looks like. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Gordon looks pretty this guy would, out there. This guy would kill for the 2017 Oklahoma City roster of goons who could defend. Yeah, you know, I, you're right. I mean, they can't do anything. I mean, if you got to pick one, like just pick maybe guys who can just shoot it right nonstop, but they can't really do that. And then they don't got guys that can defend now. You know, some of that is just the Warriors are just playing on a, a special level uh, right now. And uh, it just feels good to see. I mean, it's another guy, Draymond, where he essentially had the Jokic in a chokehold with. We've seen him do that so many times, and it's still so impressive. You don't get sick of it. You, you just don't. This is the back-to-back MVP, Sam, and and he just guarded him like it was a normal guy, and it was it was completely fine. The Warriors were able to essentially do whatever they want defensively because of Draymond. Yeah, absolutely, Draymond. Um, the stats wouldn't be impressive tonight. What was it? Six, six and yeah. three. It's yeah. kind of the type of thing the TNT crew makes fun of him about. Right. But um, but I thought he played phenomenal defense on Jokic. It just made all the right plays. Like he looks, he looks like Draymond. I don't know how else to put it. Yep. He yep. got He's the ready. team out in transition. Um, in the third quarter, when they were making a run, Draymond was key in kicking the ball out in transition, getting stops, getting them going. And that's always the key to this team. Like, don't foul, get a stop, and push in transition. And then you know, it works for him. It's that simple. Yep. yep. I want to give one more shout out before we get to the callers. Uh, we talked about Steph. We talked about Pool. Talk Draymond Hill, little Clay, Andrew Wiggins, eight rebounds again tonight, playing within himself. Wasn't even a big part of the offense. He had a couple big shots in the beginning of the game when they were looking for offense. But second game in a row, he's filling that slashing four role for this team that he hasn't really done all season. And, you know, for me, I'm going to be honest, I need to see more of it before I'm fully bought in. Sure. But if he can play this way, you won't ever hear me criticize him. Like it, it's, um, this is what I want from him. Honestly, like they, they have the perimeter firepower. 
They have the defensive anchor. They need him to be the athletic slasher who helps protect the rim, switches onto the perimeter, and gobbles up rebounds. And then, oh, on top of it, he's going to hit the open shots. Yep. Like he, he, the Harry B role. He needs to play the Harry B role. And, you know, I, I always feel like it's corny to call it that, but like that's what I'm asking for. Can he do those things? I know he can do them, but will he do those things? He's, for two games, a plus performance. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And I think this is the perfect scenario for Wiggins because Wiggins is not like Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole wants the ball more. He, Jordan Poole has the mentality where he wants to do more. I don't think Andrew Wiggins does. And I think the Warriors need, are okay with that, right? This is the, the situation that they need him to play, uh, especially defensively. I think most of his, his, his energy is going to be on the defensive end. He's just really not going to need to do anything offensively outside of just of just slash to the rim, get an and one sometimes and, and make your open three. So that, that's perfect for him. So I think now he's in a scenario just like the beginning of the season. And what did, what did Wiggins do at the beginning of the season? He made the all-star game, right? So, I mean, regardless of whether it was fair or not, he was good enough to be in the all-star game. And that's because he was in the same scenario, I think, or the same situation he is right now, which is, uh, which is he's not asked to do a ton, but it's also like a lot of dirty work, like you're saying. He does a lot. If he's going to grab this many rebounds, especially the contested kind, um, Warriors can play this lineup against anyone. And we're going to see how possible that is uh, against Minnesota in round two. <laughs> oh, he's throwing that out there. I'm, by the way, I um, I'm betting big on Memphis tomorrow, but I, I think that's a, that's going to be a, that's a fun series, man. That is a fun, fun series. And there's at least going to be a certain percentage of listeners who listen to it after that game who are going to clown on you or me because one of us is going to have the wrong prediction. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's get to the let's get to the goons. Let's get to the we got goons. a lot of callers. Ryan, what's up, brother? Hey, what's up, boys? Uh, Sir, Draymond, as I said, has completely turned Jokic into a jump shooter. It's the most impressive thing I've seen. Like Jokic is mentally shocked, frankly, put it. And then also, Jordan Poole has turned into Steph, and uh, Lakeup is on an all-time heater. Like I want him <laughs> to go to Vegas with me right now, type heater. Like, it's unbelievable. This might actually work. It's literally unbelievable. And then as for names, I vote we retroactively make the first death lineup Death Star 1 and the new one Death Star 2. <laughs> well, how about the third one? Because there's two. Oh, there, no. The, the, sec- the in-between is the Hamptons 5. We'll yeah, okay. Fair enough. Do we like the – you know, the, that's a different show, but do we like the Hamptons 5? I – 
I like it as like a sort of because it, it feels a little country clubish. It was. I didn't like it. The thing I thought about it was it was like <laughs> it was like a few money that Lakeup basically was playing with, so it being country club makes so much sense because it was like, ah okay. <laughs> I like it when you put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, overall just beautiful game. Um, and yeah, let's just bring on Minnesota next round. <laughs> that's one vote for Minnesota. All right. That's what I want to hear. I want every caller to chime in. Um, give me your lineup name and give me who they're playing next round. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Fitz five still gets me. Fitz, Fitz five is a winner. I'm sorry. Nope, I really a, don't Fitz, think you can. Really, Ray, it, Ray, what's up, man? <laughs> death lineup. Nothing beats death lineup. Oh, it's it is organic. I don't know what else yeah. to say. Yeah, it's the best. It's like Splash Brothers. It's the best. Hey, yeah. what's up, Bill? What's up, man? Hey, um, I think PTSD is probably the best lineup name. Yeah, PTSD. That's easily the best lineup name. I, I mean, I do like that one. I'm not going to lie to you. I threw that one out there because that was my favorite one I saw someone else come up with. But what else you got for us, man? Um, yeah, I watched the game and um, Poole's going crazy. Um, I really like his ball handling skills and everything, but um, what about Wiggins today getting 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 boards? But um, the thing with Draymond, do you think he's going to be able to keep this up um, in terms of his defense um, in the later rounds against like you know, Aiton, Giannis, etc.? It's a good question. Um, I do. I, I don't, Andy. I don't know how you feel about. It. So like that was one of my bigger concerns entering the playoffs. Just like objectively. It's a lot of it's a lot of work for Draymond, right? Like, he, uh, yeah, I think that's the big man stuff. I think everybody's always concerned about, it. and I think you and I have always kind of went back and forth, and I think we've kind of agreed. Like, the big man isn't about closing. I mean, they don't need the they don't need another big man to play that third quarter or or that the need, end of that need, second need quarter. Zaza, right? Need Zaza to clamp up. Yeah. Yeah. but like, hey, they they might need that guy to play 10, 15 minutes, and those minutes matter. Uh, when you go up against a Jokic and then an Aiton, it's not about closing with those guys. It's not what we're trying to say, but having Draymond play this frenetic style uh, every game. Now they get, and then yeah, now they, it might work out for this series because this thing might be over at four. Um, so so they might, so it might be good. They might get a rest anyway. Good for Steph and Draymond, but uh, uh, playoffs are a long grind, right? The Warriors have been through it five straight times, and I think that's, you know, that's kind of the question mark. It's still a question mark, I think. You, you don't do you know the answer it, to that until, until June. Do you think it helps them to go with the the small lineup, or do you think that makes it harder for them? For it, I, well, it just I look at the, look at how hard he's playing in that small lineup, right? Like to me, it's just like, man, like I, I think Steve's right. You just you, I, I don't know if you can go to it thirty minutes a game or or, or whatever. You just can't uh, with him, and I think that's that's where. Uh, we're just going to have to see. I think that that's really the thing. We, we just won't know until May or June, hopefully. Yeah. All right, let's keep moving. I mean, I, I could go either way. I mean, it's also not about, like, Draymond not playing those players. We know he can't. 
it, it's about just it's, yeah no no one's no yeah. one's coming out here going like yeah Dre's gonna give Jokic 30 and 22 you right. know it's like that's not that's not what his role is anyway actually what's up man what's going on fellas um so, just gotta spread some more pool propaganda here in the spaces he nice. wasn't here because he was at Coachella last time so it's time to spread <laughs> some more pool propaganda I've seen enough the only two guards I'm taking over Jordan Poole in a postseason setting are Trey Young and Anthony Edwards. John ja Morant, Ooh. I'm taking Jordan Poole over John ja Morant. Can John ja Morant show me he can make a jump shot in the postseason basketball? So that's what I'm saying. I I, I got to see John ja Morant make a half court jump shot. He seems like he just charges in hope is hope and uh, hopes or fouls calls. So that's what I'll say. I think I'm taking Jordan Poole over everyone but two guards. Wow. The arrogant season is high. I mean, Jaw did hit five threes on the Warriors in the play-in last year. So I'm not going to disrespect him just that much, but um, I'd be lying if uh, watching watching Memphis, you know, just kind of like get a little humbled in game one. It and, feels good. Doesn't it feel good? <laughs> but it, I, like, I like Memphis, but, you know, sometimes it's good to see, to see a team get kicked a little bit. Right, right. I, that's how that's how I feel. I love Jaw coming into this season. Uh, I think everyone does. And this Memphis team is a really cool young team, kind of like the Warriors in 2014 coming up. But, um, yeah, they, they talk too much. Um, I, I was going to say, <laughs> did you see, see Jaw's tweets tonight? Uh, the kid is so funny. He, he's – he, on one on one hand, you know, he's like, uh, you know, he's all tweeting passive aggressive stuff about, you know, hearing the media writing him off or whatever. So he's playing the the fake underdog, and then but he's tweeting about how great Stephen Clay and Paul looks, and I'm just like, he's funny. He's a, he's Here, a funny guy. Here's why. Here's why I ride with Paul. He uh, he talks shit to everyone, and he respects guys who do it the right way. He's just out here throwing out MJ and Steph propaganda. And, you know, I, I just noticed he's, he's not out here like bragging about people signing deals with Indochino and like their branding and like random, you know, th- that's for Andy and me, you know, shout out promo code lightnings. Um, I like, I like Ja. I'm sorry. I like, even though it's like fun to watch him get beat a little bit, I like that he puts himself out there in a competitive fashion and it's about the game with him. So now I'm I'm skirting actually his take. Um, of guards under 25, who who are you taking over pool? You know what I'm saying? Like it's oh, a God. it's a it's a, it's a, I, I I'm not gonna do it right now, but like I don't think he's that far off. Like Anthony Edwards, okay, he looks like uh, yeah. I mean he's not a guard, he's he, yeah. he's a wing, but yeah. he's a guard too. He's He's sure. got special two-way potential. He he's got it. You, you know what you see it. Yeah, he's got sure. it. Yeah. Um, Trey, not my favorite player, but he also has it. You know. Um, and, and you know it's a short list. Oh, about Trey, but yeah, he's good. I, I I wonder if Trey will ever figure it out in terms of how to play with teammates. But I he think definitely, that's the question. He definitely, he definitely has it talent-wise. Yes, yes, yes. I, uh, I completely. I Garland, you know, Gar- Garland's my guy. Um, so he's up there. Yeah, Trey, Trey seems like I don't think people like playing with Trey Young. Um, Jordan Poole, though, I, I don't think he'll ever have to do this because he's on the Warriors. But it would be very interesting if he had his own team. Uh, I think he, he would have a lot of fun. He would look very. He would look. He would look special. Um, like he does right now. But uh, I think the good thing for the Warriors is I've, I've uh, come. 
Yeah, I've come around on your point about Donovan Mitchell, where like, hey, give give uh give Jordan Poole that kind of leash and tell me it's not no, pretty much the same. <laughs> We're taking it's a it's a it's a take take show tonight. The, the Donovan Mitchell star uh shine has worn off quite a bit. Quite a bit. And I think uh it's guys like Jordan Poole's. I mean it just Jordan Poole's about a shooter, right? He's just more dynamic and, and Donovan Mitchell's whole thing is he's a he's a he's a scorer. So. Hey Andy, how many times you posted up like Rudy Gobert and never got past the ball? <laughs> I would never <laughs> wish I was seven feet tall. Oh man. Eugene, what's up man? What's up, boys? Uh, you know, it's a light years type of night. So, like, Andy knows this. We got we got in Farhan we trust for the Giants. Are we getting into, like, in Bob and Joey we trust kind of, kind of oh, atmosphere? Boy. In, I'm, Kirk, okay. in Kirk and Kent we trust. In Kirk and Kent we trust. Uh, a shout out to Smiley. But, like, every move they made this series, I know it's one series, it's two games in. Belly, I was off that train. I mean, him and Poole have this weird little connection going on that I saw the last two games. So shout out to them. And like, you know, light years type of nights, look into the future. If we get rid of Wiggins and Kaminga can slide into that lineup with his size, like I think he can board much better than Wiggs and basically perfect that lineup. But, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But anyways, uh, can't wait to see Minnesota. Uh, love your takes. On the <laughs> Everyone's... <laughs> I think I'm underrating how much uh, the Light Years listeners are tired of hearing Memphis talk. <laughs> I think just uh, just people get annoyed, you know. It's just it's just and, and it's, I think it's I think fair. Me- it's fair. Memphis talks too much about. It's funny too because they'll they'll talk. Andre had some good quotes uh, where the, where he's just calling out Memphis ownership for kind of turning Memphis against Golden State. I'm just sitting here. It's such an Andre quote. Uh, such an Andre quote. Um, it's just, it's just his whole thing is always, you know, just as much as you can take advantage of of ownership. Hey, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, I, I, we kind of do need to see, uh, Warriors Memphis, don't we? Just, just off. We got a little bit today where Monte Morris and Draymond were John back and forth, but that's, that's not, that's nothing. I really enjoyed watching Kyrie versus Boston crowd. You know, like that's the stuff the NBA playoffs are made of. Yeah, but I, I just don't think Ja will will be as like sad boy as Kyrie about it. But but I do agree with you. <laughs> it will be it will be fun. You know, we're gonna get a little. My money's my money's on you know Jaron Jackson randomly getting into it with with some dude courtside who just got like Series C funding. You know, some, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. It's uh, it, it would be fun. I I do think like. Yeah, there's no way around it. That, we do need that series. Save your Minnesota takes. Yes. Oh, it's our guy, Eric. Oh, what's up, team? What's up, brother? What's up, man? Uh, what a game. Like, just looking at a – I know we were kind of reflecting on this before the series started, but, like, when it's all said and done, Joker is, like, top 15 offensive player of all time and Draymond, one of the top defensive players of all time. The two are just going at it that Draymond is absolutely winning that battle, and it is incredible to watch. Absolutely, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's fun. Actually, I appreciate you calling it out. Um, we probably didn't get enough time to it, but it's just like all the talk about a big man. It, it, you said it earlier, Andy. It's about keeping Draymond healthy because 
how many big men in the NBA are actually better than Draymond Green? <laughs> Giannis, two, three. Like, do we count KD as a big man? Then sure. Sure. Yeah, it's like yeah, Giannis, right. Like stuff Embiid. like that. Right. Yeah, you, know, you got you got to get to the superstar class, really. Like, and and they might not even be as good as him defensively in most of the cases, but like on the aggregate, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna acknowledge he's better. Right. Um, it's, it, I mean, it just, it, it opens so much stuff up for the Warriors. Yeah. yeah. I just, this is a throw, this was a throwback Draymond performance. And, uh, the, the, I, I can't say enough about the Warriors crowd, too. Um, I think, I think, I think Chase has been unfairly shitted on just because people are mad that they moved. It's like, I get it. That's, it's fair, but they never played a playoff game at Chase. And this is the first two. And, so I far, it seems pretty good. And we've, we've made this point before, but, like, it's not like Oracle was the old Oracle the last three years. You know what I mean? Like, it's – it's it's I don't know how much different it is than, like, Oracle in 2018 or 19. So. Yep. Uh, let's keep moving. Hello? Hello? Hey, can can you how are you doing? Yeah, we can hear you. What's going on, man? Hey. Not much, to be honest. I mean, I was watching this game and it struck me that like, I mean, I heard a lot of people talking in the game, like you can't play this against Giannis and the like. And like, that's not really true. Like the, the, the way these people are defending against Jokic is partly just running like madmen up and down the court. So like, doesn't really matter if you can't really defend them early on, you just run them out of gas, it feels like. They're playing at an insane pace when they're on the court. What was it? 70 points in 20 minutes or something. Yep. Yep. It feels sustainable. That is the thing. Like it's not as if you're just doing it now and you won't be able to replicate this. You know, like Clay wasn't that hot or anything. Pool and Steph were shooting out of their mind. But you know that can happen. Two out of three people getting hot can happen quite easily. And you will get a super same Steph game every now and then. Like it feels like this is a very viable lineup going forward. And you don't even need to play it for very long durations regarding the Draymond Green health thing. Like, if you can get this for 20, 25 minutes a game, that feels like it's going to be enough versus all but the best team in the league. I agree with you, Seth. I appreciate the call. I think the so, – so I'm curious when Steph – yeah, I'm curious when Steph comes off of a minutes restriction, how much they're going to play Steph Poole and clay together because to me that's the key you can obviously that's the best five but you could see a scenario where you play steph clay and um pool but maybe you're using looney and Otto for a couple minutes you know like little things to keep your three best perimeter players but switching up the front court so that you don't have to play dream on 45 minutes i'm curious how much they go to it because like offensively that trio is super potent and in some ways like it's as good as it gets outside of the peak version of the Steph KD yeah yeah Yeah. I mean that that was right I I was jokingly saying they've got a 6-5 version of a KD that has unlocked this offense that's been in some and in some ways like if you if you buy fit he fits better than KD because he he wants to play faster. KD doesn't KD doesn't want to play fast, you know. KD's um and, and you know KD's one of the ten or fifteen best players of all time. So whatever, it's it's always going to be better with him. But like, Poole wants to play at Steph's pace. You know what I'm saying? 
So well, he it looks like Katie's first year, right? Where Katie yeah. bought in, bought it, and and kind of doing what the Warriors kind of do well, and and Katie being as great as he is makes that twenty times, hundred times better. So. I think that's what Jordan Poole is right now. You see Jordan Poole kind of coming off the screens and doing what Steph's doing, and you're just like, shit. <laughs> hey, look, exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah. One guy's a little taller. That's all. All right, we gotta get to we gotta get to Mikus, who's who's stirring up, stirring the pot in the chat. Hey boys, I'm pouring myself one last glass of uh of vodka soda right now because it's May <laughs> 20 in New York. And uh, I'm fe- I'm feeling great. Made a uh, hundred and ninety bucks off of uh, the NBA today, so you know we're feeling great. You know we're doing Legend. great. Um, first off, do we think that the way we're blowing Denver out these first two games with these next two games, do we need to be getting Joku and Moses Moody more playing time because we're going to be up ten every game, and maybe it would be good to get our young players some more playoff minutes so that next year they're able to be more prepared for like the playoffs actually are uh which nickname do you guys want out of fast five pick your poison liquid death 3g lineup which is a good one third generation of death lineup and three guards or death pool like which one are you picking and then lastly steph won the first unanimous mvp if dre never gets hurt does he win the first unanimous defensive player of the year because when i watch him in the playoffs he's the greatest defender we've ever seen definitely the greatest defender i've ever watched in my lifetime and I'm not sure it's close. He should have been the unanimous defensive player of the year this year if he doesn't get hurt. What do you guys think? I love it. I love the ta- I love all the takes. First off, Fast Five is my choice, or Fitz yeah. Five. <laughs> I'm with you on Fast Five. I, it's just something about that. It rolls off the tongue. It has a nice pop culture reference. Uh, there's five guys. I don't like PTSD because Wiggins is not in it, right? And it's just like it's kind of – and uh, yes, he's not as good as the other four guys, but he's still part of the freaking lineup. Um, so, uh, 3G, I thought it was three guards. Sam was explaining it to me. Maybe it's third generation. That's kind of cool, but I, I think it's I'm going cooler when five. you explain it that way for sure. Yeah. Right. Right. So, I mean, you know, death lineup is, I've all, I, I always love death lineups. I mean, they could just run that back, but I get for, for as, as Ray Ritter is going to, as proved to, you know, it's for marketing purposes, they're going to want to come up with something new. So. I don't know, man. I enjoy Fast Five. It, the pace that they play at, it, it's kind of fitting, right? It's, it's we, cool. we, got, we got Vin Diesel out there for the Western Conference Finals. Oh, about how it's, it's, all about, it's all about the family. Oh, um, my God. I could see that happening. Just, oh, this, this, Ray is undefeated, man. He just, the, the GOAT, the absolute GOAT. Um, to the Draymond topic, you know what? I want to shout this out. Um, Sheed at Warriors World uh, brought back GOAT. a, in, old take from Jason Lloyd saying he didn't vote Draymond for his all defensive team in 2015 because he didn't see it defensively. And you could make the case that the same way that Steph got screwed um, out of finals MVP because people didn't understand what they were watching. Draymond should have three defensive players a year. Like, 2015, it went to Kawhi. Draymond was objectively the best defender in the NBA in that year and the following year. And it, I just don't think people understood how good he was defensively because it was a new style. Now we're, you know, five years forward, seven, seven years forward, and people are just – people like me are just going off about how Herb Jones could be the next Draymond Green. <laughs> you know, but, like, that, that speaks to – 
kind of like how Draymond is kind of the um the archetype for what you're looking for defensively. And it's just like wild that um, he's probably never going to win another defensive player of the year uh, because I don't know that he has his body is going to hold up in the regular, like it's a trade-off. It's like how LeBron never wanted another MVP after he turned 30. It's like, do you want me to play well in the playoffs? You're only one MVP, right? Right, right. I, and, I think that's that's the big one. We watched Draymond today, and it's like, well, we haven't seen this since the first 20 games of the regular season. And when he tries to do it across the entire regular season, he throws his back out. He's off for of 40 games, right? So uh, I, that's tough. It's tough. It's like it's like you get into the postseason and Jokic the MVP, and he's deservedly the MVP. But you're seeing these guys like Steph and and KD. Right, and you're just like Giannis, and you're just like, well, those guys are better than Jokic, you know. Objectively, those guys are better, but they're not the MVP of the regular season. And just kind of regular season awards in the NBA are tough. It's just like a, it's like a whole different ballgame almost. It's it's just an endurance race. It's for the young guys, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's yeah. it's uh, it's why I don't get like caught up in it because I'm just like I don't, I don't care. I just I care about like right. the, main, the main guys right. being healthy in the I, playoffs. I, I'm with you. You know, especially with Steph. I mean, Dr- I mean Draymond probably cares. So resume wise, right? He wants another Defensive Player of the Year. But for the Warriors now, for this team, the only guy that probably cares about is probably Jordan Poole. <laughs> he st- he still wants numbers and, and contract and all that because he's young. Yeah, because he doesn't he doesn't have to hit yeah. like an ice bath for two days after right. a game. Like the other Dude, Jordan Poole Jordan Poole played another game right now. Steph, Steph is out here like, Dude, I, I got to start getting ready for game three. <laughs> got to go float, whatever. You know? Yeah, uh, cryo, cryogenic chambers. What are the hell they're doing nowadays? Yeah. Hi, right, Jacob. What's up, man? <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? What's up, brother? Um, I just took a bite of chips, so that was perfect. No, that was that was uh, awesome, an awesome game. I mean, the last two. I mean, I, I don't really know what else to say. It's just kind of... It's it's beautiful to watch this Warriors team with all of the injuries they've had all year. You know, shout out Steve Kerr, 2.0, 3.0, whatever we're on now. Um, with the three seed absolutely just cruising through Denver right now. Um, knock on one for the rest of the series. And then you watch, um, I'm going to be a little disrespectful for a second. You watch KD and Kyrie over there with the seven seed struggling with a really good Celtics team, right? So, you know, whatever. That's all I'm going to say about that. But I think my question is just how much have you watched? Like, I think I think right now I'm just kind of thinking, okay, Denver is Denver. They're shorthanded. You know, they're a six seed. They're, you know, they're shorthanded. So how much will um, hopefully future series defensive-wise, so this fast five lineup that's been outstanding so far in this series, What's that going to look like defensively? I mean, obviously, if we stay healthy and Draymond's on the floor, anything can happen. But how does, like, Jordan Poole's defense look to y'all? But other than that, I'm just riding this high because we're back, baby. Like, inside the NBA is out here crying about how to guard this team. And I'm like, you know what? It's like 2016. It's yeah, it's it's the best. Anytime you go on social media and you hear Chuck saying jump shooting can't win, it's like, fuck. Warriors are back. It's just <laughs> so good. So good. I jump on the timeline, you know, and just people are just angry. It's just, it feeds me. You know, it makes me happy uh, when, people, <laughs> when, when people are angry about the Warriors. That's nothing better. <laughs> Gonna need to cut that one off and just release it on the timeline. <laughs> I 
God, it's so good. It's it feels the Warriors. Uh, he he mentioned something, Rishi. Uh, uh, before Rishi jumps, I mentioned something about Paul's defense. Uh, Denver just doesn't have the guys. I think where you're not worried about. I mean, even Clay, right? Steph, Clay, and Paul. Yeah. That lineup. It's like I'm not. We we still need to see it. So I it's TBD. Um, because Denver just Monty Morris and Will Barton, they made some shots, but what it, yeah, you know, you know. I'll throw this out there. Like, I, I like the way Poole competes on defense, but let's see how it looks against a team who who's a little more dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah. but but you know, take what you can get right now. Hey, I'm gonna throw a quote out real quick from front of the show slates. Um, okay. Draymond, Draymond Green reminding that Steph Curry will be back in the starting lineup soon, but end quote. Ultimately, Jordan gonna have to start too. Steve can figure that one out. <laughs> oh. oh, I love, I love it. I love Draymond. Don't, don't ever change, my man. James Stein, what's up? Oh, hey, yeah. great timing there with that, with that quote. But uh, when is Steve gonna make that decision? Uh, That's my three, question. Man. Game three, uh, Draymond's trying to start at the five. I would assume. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Steph's made it easy on him. He has, and like honestly, I, you know, Steph hasn't played, so like I get it, I get it. It's 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 been the perfect soft landing, but at some point the decision is going to have to be made. Yeah. All right, let's keep moving. Um, we'll get a couple more, and then we'll call it a night. I'm gonna give Rishi one more try. Oh, can you guys hear me now? Hey, yeah, bro. we can hear you. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for doing this as usual. Um, first of all, uh, I think PTSD is probably the best nickname, even though it doesn't include Wiggins. But it just—it's great, especially when you see like how frustrated they are defending the Warriors. It just—it seems like it goes well with that. Uh, also, did we get like an inside look into what Premier Lakeup has been dreaming about? Like a forty-year-old Steph coming off the bench like Manu with like Jordan Poole. <laughs> Kuminga running it, getting like ten more ten more trophies for us. Um, but yeah, no. On a serious note, uh, I think we're gonna probably end up playing Memphis. And how do you guys think this lineup is like gonna match up against that Memphis team? Ooh, we're looking ahead right now. Wow. I like, I like, I like it. Um, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm curious. Um. Memphis was not good in game one. So it's hard to get that out of my head. I, I'm just going to full discretion. But, like, I do think the better teams are going to slow the Warriors down and get more physical. So that's even more reason the Warriors should go small and run. I, but Memphis, and, and you know this, so what? It, they play so fast. It might even fit into what the Warriors want to do, especially with the, the fast five lineup. And, uh, and it's interesting because I almost think that, yeah, Jaron Jackson's a great you know, at the five small ball type of guy. But if Memphis isn't going to have multiple guys that can, that can create and score, they kind of only got guys like Desmond Bain, who's just, just kind of just shooter. Right. And outside of jaw, there's really nobody that can get their own shot. So I, I still think Phoenix is a tougher matchup, uh, but Memphis is just going to be way better tomorrow. I mean, you would, you would hope, right. I, I mean, we'll see, but. I think we'll the Warriors, see. if they want to play this lineup, they they can play just as fast as Memphis with more creators. Yeah. All right. We're going to end it with the man, the legend, McWalters. Yo, yo. And we, we ain't playing the Timberwolves. Memphis is going to sweep the rest of that darn series. I mean, the, the, the Timberwolves aren't ready to win any more than what they did. That, that was fool's build in the first game they got. 
I'm calling it right now. Memphis in five. Um, we, we can get ready for that one. And, and you know what? We're going to smoke Memphis anyway. So what are we even worried about? You know, when the lineup's clicking like this, where Steph's barely even playing and he's still dropping 30? Jeez. You know, we really don't have that much to worry about other than, like, Memphis throwing a bunch of athleticism at us. And if the team's healthy, they can hang with them. And, and so really the fear shouldn't be there. It should, it should be more like, hey, can we get enough rest for Steph right now, right? Can we sweep the Nuggets? I don't, I don't want to. I don't want five games of the Nuggets. We need to put them out of their misery and end their season and send Jokic back to Serbia so he can go ride his horses this summer and do his thing. <laughs> and you know, and we can just get Steph a little bit more time to, to be one thousand percent. And and speaking on things, it is a doggone travesty that Poole didn't get put up for either of those two awards: Sixth Man of the Year and Most Improved. It's completely, completely bullshit, and we shouldn't stand for that, and we should be pining on every type of media thing we can and shooting our, tooting our horns when pool goes off and talking shit just so the whole NBA can get pissed at us for being arrogant because they didn't bother to vote for our guy. So screw all them. We're going all the way. We're going to knock Phoenix out. We're going to kill Milwaukee in the finals. Let's get this championship locked in. Later, guys. My guy, Mick Walter. My Walter, fucking guy. The ultimate closer. It's like bringing, uh, it's like bringing peak Mariano Rivera in. You, you know what it reminds Doesn't me miss. of? You know what it reminds me of, too? It's like bringing on the Fitz 5 lineup. They just they don't miss. <laughs> it's Mick Walter. That's Mick Walter, baby. The Fitz 5. That's all I'm going to title this episode. All right. Oh Appreciate God. it, everyone. We'll be back after game three. Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.